Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 36th episode of Speaking of Stadia. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Aaron Cini. And as with me always is my favorite John Krasinski on the internet, the bearded beauty himself, Mr. Too Tall Porter Jacob. Jake, how are you? I am doing great. Um, yeah, just glad to be back. It's been a been a minute between uh, people getting uh, friends of needing to get saved from accidents or people being sick or just my friend deciding, hey, I can't skip my D and D on Monday because I've bailed on them multiple times. I gotta bail. I make you bail on your podcast. Uh, so yeah, I'm just glad to be back. Honestly. All the way down to us just not being able to get into Streamyard. <laughs> yeah, the last week, yeah, Streamyard. Uh, I guess Dan has a login and he's a sleepy boy at 2 a.m. when we start, so or 1:30. But yeah. yeah, I don't blame him. So yeah, he we are like, oh wait, we're locked out because and that was that. Because it's hard so. to chat people at 1 a.m. and expect a quick response. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, we get you. back to us until I woke up in the morning. Yeah. And rounding out the tremendous trio, my favorite part of the three of us, she puts the Nova in Nova Scotia, Fiona. Hello, hey, everybody. Fee? Hi. How are you doing? Oh, man. I'm here. I'm excited. We have mm -hmm. people in the chat that are already hanging out. Victor, hello. Good to see you, Rouster. At Whoa. the gym, but ready to go. Also, I'd just like to point out that he posted that comment 30 minutes early thanks for being here oh, he's, ready. Out he's always he's what a always champ. ready for us oh well let's kick it off with mr porter i see you pouring a delicious beer there what are we drinking tonight man it's actually a beer well, also aaron's gonna be coming out east coast uh in like this month so pretty pumped there's actually a brewery we can go to because they're like 10 minutes from secret stash Probably yes. Um, I'm drinking St. Kitts coffee. It's a uh, imperial cream ale. It's 12. Uh, you don't taste it at all, which is very dangerous. 12 percent. Uh, 12 percent <laughs> uh, cream ale with aged in coffee, coconuts, and rum barrels. So pretty exciting. Ooh. Ooh. Never had this one before. So. Let me see the color of that because that sounds like a stout, but it's not. Oh, no, it's no, it's it's a cream ale. It's a, just a really sugary. Well, it's really ale. pretty. Yes, that looks delicious. Yeah, I am uh, drinking this peach creamy in oat cream here hold on i'm gonna get it come on focus you can do it uh oat cream ipa made with oat milk uh it's brewed with peaches vanilla and oat milk and i'm very excited i've been waiting That's this fantastic. entire time to have my first drink of it so i have no idea what this is gonna taste like yeah this is my first that was my first taste of it too it's actually really really good and let me guess what what flavor of bubbly do we have tonight fiona Ooh, that's unbelievable Pop what flavor of bubbly are we having Pomplamoose. Yeah. Nice. Pomplamoos. Good grapefruit. So, uh, no, got grapefruit. That's, um, uh, no, Pomplamoos is grapefruit. It is grapefruit. Yeah. Yep. I was just going to wait until you. No, I'll, for sure, I'll say, <laughs> I was thinking, fruit. no, 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 I was going to say pomegranate. I'm like, no, that's that, the pomme de terre. Uh, oh, the pomme de terre is, uh, is actually, uh, potatoes. Yeah. 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 And like, palm is apple, apple of the earth. Sorry, it took three years. Potato. Of <laughs> I took three years of French high school and went to Canada, Quebec City, and France. So, je parle un peu français. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> I think you said I speak a little French. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I understand French enough to know yeah. that sentence. Um. Awesome. Well, if you didn't know, like I said, this is the 36th episode of Speaking of Stadia, your show where you can come for all your Stadia news commentary and sometimes just a little bit of bitching it's fine 
Um, let's start off the show with what we always kick it off with, and that's what have you been playing? Mm-hmm. Fiona, let's start with you. What have you been playing lately? That is a great question. Well, I'm going to hold off on some of them because they're actually related to something we're about to just talk about um, because I've been trying to actively play the games of the month from Stadia. So I've been playing a lot of that recently. Um, but no, I have been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, what? Been- a Realm Reborn, yeah. Yeah, a Re- yeah a specifically <laughs> a Realm Reborn. <laughs> Nothing- I like to always hear Realm Reborn. <laughs> Even though I know like there's like... 30 million expansions beyond that. Oh my goodness. Um, no, I've been playing that, um, some tabletop simulator, um, and just trying to at least like look at some of the games that I currently have in my invent, like my Steam and like my other like lists of free games or games that I own. Um, so I've been just trying to get through that for the most part. Um, and also learning how to actually like anime and graph like create games um so i've been doing game jams i know i did two game jams this year so i've been doing that whoa crazy and we can't even hear jake jake's so excited (laughs) i know no i uh (laughs) muted myself because my daughter my wife is singing in content music to my daughter to go so it's very loud and right in this room like right here so i that's i have myself muted uh no i'll say a buddy of mine uh maddie um He's he's made a few games and he's like he does a lot of game jams as well. So nice, they're really, really fun. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I've been playing XCOM too. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's um a game that I really enjoyed, and then I got um I at this point it's like since we were live streaming the last time, I've been playing some XCOM too, um, and I've even gotten a few other people to play. Unfortunately, the multiplayer is. Re- dying this month rest in peace but yeah that's surprising because it's i mean i'm sure there'll be a like a mod community will yeah um no it was um it's been live for six years and they've decided that march of 2022 they're going to kill the multiplayer that means there's gotta be a new one coming out soon because that's such a popular series yeah, don't they have like other like smaller games that come out? Beyond yes, they two? have. Um, they have the Chimera Squad, which mm, was yeah. released in 2019, 2020. Recently. I still haven't played that one, um, but I own it. I own the series. Um, but no, I've I'm excited to get back into it. But yeah, no, for the most part, it's been playing a number of Stadia games. Um, so I'm gonna hold off until we get to those particular second sections to talk about my thoughts on them. Love it. Mr. Porter, what have you been playing, man? Um, a lot of not, I, I mean, I really want to sit down with like a game and play it, but there's so much choice in this world, it's tough. Uh, I still play my young souls slowly going through that. I can just haven't finished that game because I can't stay focused on it too long, for too long. Uh, I didn't, I wanted to try one of the new games this, from this month. I wanted to try uh, Dawn of Monsters, but I didn't have any time. I worked till 1 a.m. last night, so that didn't happen. Um, yeah, Stop um, it. Yeah, I know. I, I'm very tired right now. <laughs> but anyway, um, but then I also played Merrick's Market, which was for about an hour or so. It was pretty good. It was not uh, bad. It's what I expected it to be, kind of like a uh, – I didn't really ramp up too much. It's kind of I think, almost too simple in the beginning, but I hope it gets more difficult as it goes. Um, I've been playing Ruined King uh, still. I got back. Actually, I tried that again with GeForce Now on my TV downstairs, which is something a lot of issues on. on. It's actually running better. Being an RPG, it's it's a little more forgivable. Um, because I'm like not 
unless they're trying to get like the advantage on like encounters, it's not like a big deal. Um, what else have been playing? Uh, oh, and uh, Death Door on X, X Cloud. So I've been kind of dabbling in all the cloud stuff lately. Um, getting that, just kind of playing all that stuff. So yeah, Death Door is really fun. I really, really, I'm really enjoying that game. So nice. Here's a shocking turn of events. Neither one of you mentioned a board game, and I've been playing board games recently. Oh, I, I mean, I've played board games a bunch, but like, I know, know, but you guys always I, talk about them. This like time I you didn't, bought, and now just, here I am. I just bought this. I'm, I'm literally was playing like. Actually, it was my, it's actually my turn in the game of uh, on BGA of uh, Parks right now. So, uh, okay, I think my turn right now actively. So I'm playing Parks and Imhotep on on BGA a bit. Yeah, and I invited you guys to play Ark Nova at some point. Yes, we need to do that. Four games that I'm like obsessed. I'm obsessed with currently. Yeah, and, I, and then afterwards, I can teach you guys uh, Ark uh, Arnak. So nice. I, 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 don't know, I really want to play. I want to play the uh, the expansion for it too because I got. I was trying to. I actually talked to a buddy about trying to get a. Uh, uh insert 3d print because the game didn't come with an insert and it it's painful to unbox and open and as an expansion that can fit in the box too so yeah nice i played nice. the alien board game and it was a lot of fun co-op you can play it solo and you uh, just bought uh the horizon game which yeah. i'm very excited to check out the miniatures are awesome <laughs> that the instruction manual of that thing is a book it mm-hmm. is it's thick yeah. uh yeah I'm I'm excited. Um, speaking of Horizon, that's the other thing I have been playing so much. Uh, Forbidden West is stunning. I cannot believe how beautiful that game is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I absolutely adored the first Horizon. Thought it was a blast. Thought it was a great character. Love that world. Uh, and I'm so pumped to be back into it. Like it's man, it's unbelievable. And the cutscenes, I have never, ever seen a studio put this much love into every NPC. Like, I don't care if they're giving you a one-off side quest. That character looks great, has an incredible voice actor behind it, is fully fleshed out, and the story is usually really gripping. Like, I can't sing the praises of that game enough. Um, I've also played some Elden Ring, um, but I am bad at Souls games. Valid. Yeah. Yeah, not good at him. Yeah, not no, I've I watched Harv play um because he played it after um the podcast on Friday and he spent two hours in underwear. He didn't have any like he specifically Oh he died he just from, died and just like lost all the stuff. Well he or? chose not to like go with a specific class, I think, which Probably like a rogue was, or something like this. Yeah, he went with some sort of like nomad kind of person, and so he just started off with like a bat and underwear, and he was running around. Oh, and oh, I went. He'd be rolling all over the place. He's like, yeah. So he w- <laughs> he was rolling all over the place. I went, made dinner for like an hour, came back still completely naked, and then he's like hiding in a bush. And I'm like, how is that going for you? And he's like, it's going great. Let watch. I'm about to like go up towards someone. That, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm having fun. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he said he was having fun, but then like there was an NPC that was like obviously everyone wants to kill. He was walking away from him. He walks up like two inches, and the guy's just like he turns around and then attacks him. And I'm like that. Wow, the stealth, the skill, the drive. Like what? What? I don't know. I agree. I'm not a good. I'm. I'm Souls games are not my jam. I have to play Bloodborne at some point, but yeah, no. 
Bloodborne, no, I'm, I'm the same. Bloodborne I've is the never... first Souls game that I got really, really into. I didn't this... end up beating it, but like I actually mm-hmm. got through a couple of bosses. I unlocked new areas. <clears throat> Absolutely loved Bloodborne and mm-hmm. Sekiro. Um, or Sekiro, however you want Sekiro, to say yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Elden Ring, though, I just, oof, I don't know. It's beating the crap out of me. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to play Bloodborne because it's probably arguably, like I guess, prior to Elden Ring, the most accessible one. A lot of people say Elden Ring is more accessible, but from what I've heard, mm-hmm. it's, that's not really true. From like Tim, Tam, really, was, I was listening to, uh, he was on Giant Bomb this morning, or yesterday's episode, and he was talking about, it, was like, people were saying it's more accessible and getting frustrated that it's it's really difficult. It's like, no, the game's more, it's more modernized, but it's not, I want to say it's more, he's like, and it feels like it's more accessible because you can go like if you hit a wall, you can go somewhere else, but it also doesn't tell you what to do at all. Right. So you're mm-hmm. kind of like you can miss stuff very easily. So it's like that's unless you're like looking at stuff. Probably been my biggest thing is like, yes, the open world is awesome, but not understanding even a little bit about what I should be doing, which is what a lot of people are praising it for. And that's totally, yeah, cool. which is, yeah. yeah. Like uh, there's a thing in the beginning where you get your the summons, I guess. And I was talking, listening to the, um, the guys that used to be on Giant Bomb, uh, Next Lander, and they were saying like, "Yeah, I like went to this spot like multiple times. I never saw it." Someone's like, "Oh yeah, if you go back there, you get your summons." I'm like, "Wait, I was there like multiple times. You had to be there at night for this one person to show up, and they give you the summon." And, like they're yep. in the beginning of the game, but you're never there in the beginning of the game at night. They drop you there in the day. I so it's like, just you know, I got completely lucky on that. Like, yeah, I went left and did one dungeon and fought a mini boss. And then I was like, well, I don't really know what's over here. So I'm going to go this way. And then I went right and found a fire pit and I clicked it and it started the cut scene. And then she was like, here's your mount. I was like, oh, I'm really glad I came over. Here. Exactly. It's like, so it's happen chance. Like, like, yeah. You could go by through the whole game missing like a major like feature. Like the one guy's like, I had, well, by the time I met, I met that person, I had five summons already. Ooh. Like that's a, that's, it's kind of crazy so hi jamie thanks for joining us and rouser uh talking about that naked character that you were saying the naked character starts at level one while others are at nine and ten but apparently it's more flexible character through customization so you, you which, can get more branch okay. because you can yeah i guess you can't respec in the game as my as my guess i'm a big huge nerd and i have two games going on elden ring actually one of like what was supposed to be like the best starting character that uh me and the kid will just pass the controller because he dies so much so we're like yeah we'll just mess yeah, around and then i yeah. have uh i recreated my DD character which is a rogue and so i'm trying a little okay. dark elf and we'll see what happens and a random question because i know i know you played before have you played any uh destiny 2 witch queen i've not oh, played witch queen yet I saw but you were playing with Travail a lot. Uh, yeah, and I love me Destiny 2. I just haven't I haven't jumped into the Witch Queen yet. Hyperbolic or not, I saw somebody say it's like one of the funnest FPS uh campaigns since like Titanfall 2. So I definitely want to jump in. I will be playing yeah. that one on Stadia, especially because you know, grab your phone and just have the little controller clip. So yeah, I'm excited to check that out. Yeah, okay. Well, I just, I know you're I just know you're the one of the three of us that plays it regularly. Yeah, I like Destiny was, One. I never got to Destiny Two. It, it was just one of the timing things. February was bonkers for games. Like yeah, I no, also played Sifu. Like to the point where I forgot. Like I was listening to the podcast. Like probably Gran Turismo Seven is coming out like this month. Yeah, like <laughs> Friday. Like, yeah, like, like, I know. News dropped so. today. It's too much. Uh, Sifu was also really fun. 
pretty dang punishing. I yeah. feel like they should have scaled it maybe a little bit better. Like the second boss took me forever to get. Yeah, through. the game is really meant to like you to go back and backtrack a ton. Yes. So, like, is... so I got through the first level of only dying once, and that was the only way that I got through the second level at all. Um, and the first time I beat this, <laughs> the second level of the boss, the first time I got through it, I was at my max age. And I had a sliver of health left wow. and I thought he killed me and I happened to get the final hit on him and it triggered the cutscene. And so then I had to go back through and do it anyways. Cause now if you're that old now in level three, you start at that age. And so if you died once, but now you have a new ability for beating him. Right. So now it's a little easier. Isn't that how it works? Like you get new abilities for beating the bosses. Yes. You, yeah. you can upgrade and like get a little bit stronger and a little bit better. So then I went back through and I beat him at like 61 which gives me like two lives in the next level. But yeah, um, we are so good at talking about what we've been playing. Um, but let's jump into the news. We have a whole lot, including a whole new segment called Stadia Sprint, where we have all sorts of stories to cover. So let's get after it. Wow. Um, it's March 2nd. You know what that means. We got some new pro games to talk about, which is always exciting. <laughs> Uh, this month, if you are subscribed to Stadia Pro, um, you have Adam Wolf, Dawn of the... Oh, I should have just... Son of Monsters. Thank you. There you go. Um, Race with Ryan Road Trip Deluxe Edition, Darkwood, and Darksiders Genesis. Play Darksiders. Uh, Play. I have never gotten Darkwood? super into a Darksiders. Oh, Darksiders. Darksiders Genesis. Uh, that was like the first game I bought on Stadia. Uh, it's a great game. It's a twin stick shooter, not a Diablo style game. It's not a dungeon crawl, uh, but it's a very, very fun uh, twin stick shooter um, with like some, again, some RPG elements, but it's not like a full on RPG. And you just uh, saved me from looking like an idiot because I was going to be like, Darksiders, that's the one that's like Diablo, right? And then you know, not <laughs> you know, Diablo. No, yeah, a lot of people thought it was going to be Diablo and we we're let down because it wasn't, but it's, yeah. it's still a very fun game. Um, I like the writing was, was pretty fun overall. It was a good enough story. Um, so if you want to go actually try because we have the other Dark Shadows games on actually some of our with plus I believe at least three is so at least one as a plus pro um, but yeah uh, but yeah I want to go try those as well um, I've heard one was a, a kind of a very good like Zelda like mm -hmm. what about you Fiona any of these games really speaking out to you what about Darkwood um no i dark was was a no we, we i think we watched that like a clip of that on this episode and fiona that's the one that i that. did the we have a gif of right yes i'm pretty sure yeah i'm pretty sure you, there's yes yeah of Varen, of course yeah yeah no um, yeah i i don't remember which one like i think that's a different one that's supposed to come out later on oh, okay. um but oh, okay. darkwood is no this is a not a game that I'm going to probably hop into. Mind you, I may just to say that I have tried it because I would like to like start branching out and trying different types of games that I might not have previously, especially with the fact that they're free. Why not? Um, isn't you love you love the horror games, no? I mean, sure. You played that game called The Dying Lights. Not Dying Light. Uh why am I blanking so hard on this? Until Dawn? Yeah, nope. Uh uh. I'm playing Resident Evil 7. Nope. It's your favorite. Uh, Resident Evil 14? Game. Nope. Online. 
pick them Resident Evil 14? Oh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, Dead, Dead by Daylight. Daylight. <laughs> okay, Dead by Daylight's a little bit different than something like Darkwood. Yeah. Um, no, no. It's, 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 I'm, again, I've said I'm not a horror fan, but it's actually, yeah. I, I played Dead by Daylight too. It's a fun game. Yeah. Um, it definitely has that suspense feel, but it's not like it's gruesome or like, it's like it jump scary too much. It's kind of just like that tenseness of like you're trying to do something and like you hear the, the, the heartbeat yeah. and, Mind you, like Darkwood is a top-down type of game, so I might try it out because it does seem to have those types of elements. Okay, they have it confused with a different game, you're right? Yeah, um, but the the one I actually have been playing throughout the day today um, is Adam Wolf, which yeah. is a supernatural mystery detective game. So like Alan Wake ish, or Control ish. A little bit. Um, so you play as Adam Wolf. It is kind of like one of those like puzzle type of point and click adventure games. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but um, it is a. It's kind of it's creepy. Um, mind you, a lot of conversations are held at gunpoint, um, and people are trying to kill you on at every turn. Um, and they're actually jump scares for a point and click adventure, which is uh not something that I was signing up for, but. Here I am. Are you I, streaming this or are you just playing? This? Oh, I'm just playing this. I've been playing Because I it. feel like you should have been streaming this now. I feel like, yeah. yeah. The, he, here's the thing. There are other specific point and clicks that I'm probably going to hop in and try. And I'll probably do a re review of this afterwards. Um, but no, I'm halfway through the game currently because there's four different story lines. And so, yeah, I've gone through cool. two of them. It's not a very long game. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Um, but no, it's a really interesting. Um, it has, like, there's, if for people who are familiar with, like, the point and click type of games, this is definitely one of those, like, specific ones. It has a specific art style. I don't know if it's, like, because it's um, a European, like, I believe the people who made it are from Germany. Um, and so it has that type of like drawn style, but they've warped it to make people look like they're moving, like their faces are moving or their mouth is moving and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But no, it is. Um, it's a, it's weird. It's very weird. You're trying to figure out what happened to Adam's sister. Um, and so you are a supernatural detective um, with a raven pet, um, which is probably one of the weirder things about the game. Um, okay. but yeah, yeah, no, did you play I, 12 minutes? I did not, but I watched someone play it through fully. I just didn't know if it was similar in terms of the point and click style. Um, so not particular. Have you ever seen like those types of games on like the app store where it's just like you find a room and you have to like find specific items in said room? Yes, so That's... it's kind of like that. Um, but there's also other elements as well. Okay. Um, and you're trying to put pieces together. Um, if anything, I'd probably, oh, goodness, I'm trying to think of another um, point and click adventure that might be the same. Um, and I'll probably remember it later on. Um, but no, it's a, it has a specific style to it. If you saw like a trailer for it, it would make sense. Um, okay. But some of the movements a little bit weird. Um, his shoulders <laughs> are like up too high as he runs. And so he's just like this. Once again, I don't know why the animation style seems to really enjoy the shoulders up um, <laughs> every single time. Um, I I believe that this isn't even the first time we've had a conversation about this on this podcast. No, nope, probably not. About video games where your arms are just like up too high. Um, it's like this is how people move. Yeah, no, but I'm I'm interested. There's demons and fire and death. 
and a lot of guns for some reason um, that I was not expecting. But yeah, I played that in um, Darksiders Genesis yesterday. Um, I played the first level. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm the swordsman, which honestly, that's are you playing actually co op or co op? Okay, I did a solo where you can swap. So I was like, yeah, we're playing um, online co op, uh, but probably at some point probably going to try the local co-op just to see how it's like um but it's been it it's been a lot of fun um mind you i keep on falling off the edge um and dying um which is um you know what i accept it Um, as the swordsman (laughs) i like run off the edge i try to like get specific items fall off the edge and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna jump grab the item as i proceed to fall and die so why not um so it's been yeah um i would um i agree with jake i would definitely recommend darksiders um Sweet. and if you want to try something a little bit more chill but also once again a little stressful um adam wolf is a really good yeah. choice as well yeah also he looks like the um the lead singer of all american rejects <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah we, we found the inspiration i understand yeah. this is a podcast this isn't totally relevant but i have a really funny all american rejects story uh, I went and saw them in concert and before them was a Christian band, Reliant K. Uh, oh! And in this small you sound town, like that's a, a normal, abnormal thing. Yes. Uh, in this small town, to a lot of families showed up thinking this is like a really safe and friendly show. Reliant K played, they left and then all American Remix got out there and the lead singer was already just obliterated, just hammered drunk. Not shocked. And he grabbed his bass and put it between his legs. And he's like, I'm going to seduce everyone in the crowd with my sex vibes. And I've never seen so many kids getting drug out by their mothers at a concert. Just wrists, kids crying and screaming because they just want to see all American rejects. And mom's being like, absolutely not. Oh, my God. I mean, one of their most famous songs is I'll keep you like dirty little secret. Mm. Um, I'll keep you my dirty little secret. Dirty yeah. little secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're and, uh, <laughs> uh, and I, right. I mean, I used to go to Bamboozle and they like Reliant K will play one stage. They put like yeah, that is a little bit weird to have Reliant K, kind of and then they have. Yeah, I mean, Reliant K play a lot of the Christian festivals too. I know there's one in South Jersey that my friend used to go to because his parents were like hardcore Christian. Yeah. Uh, to the point we had to lie about Silverstein being a Christian, not like oh Silverstein's a Christian band, and which is a Canadian band actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, he had to lie about that. Well, granted, they're like a very tame band. I don't have to like talking about. Oh, like, did you thought I said Christian? I said Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> that distinction was amazing. Yeah. But yes. um, but yeah, you know, so like that kind of stuff. But yeah, I used to go see them and like fi- uh, Family Force Five and all that kind of stuff. So nice. Family Force Five. What yeah. a time to be alive. Seen them so many times. I'm blanking out some of the other ones. But. Still a fun show, though. Those guys are incredible. Um, awesome. Well, moving on. We have so many new games to talk about. And Jake, you put so we're, many links. In we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna bang through them. I, I love the links in case we want to talk about like any of them specifically. Exactly. I think what yeah. I'll do is I'll just roll through the list really quick, and then if there's anything you want to highlight, I can pull up the link and we can share it that way. Yeah. Um, so New games coming to the old or, stadium somewhere. We're already, already out because out. this was made like 
a month ago. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. Do it. I don't need to talk about it. Dynasty Warriors 9 came out February 15th. Troll Hunters, Defenders of Arcana, and Fast and the Furious are coming to Stadia out now. MotoGP 21, uh, February 1st, so it's out now. Uh, Elemental Wars 2 is coming out this year. That's one that we may, I may want to come back and talk about. But, okay. um, um, oddballers this month as well, which is actually a Ubisoft game because they bought Ubisoft bought the game from the oh, so. nice. Uh, Dawn of Monsters, which we already talked about, you can go play that for free. Lumote, uh, Lake and Calico. Any of these so, jumping out that you want to pull up? I guess let's start with Elemental Calico for <laughs> and no, so that's the best for last for you're just smiling right now. Like. <laughs> What's your um, let's jump into Elemental War 2. Coming this game looks cool. That's what I want to talk about. It's like this is the one that I, I don't think none of us expected because we didn't get one, but it looks like a pretty cool game. So I'll rock the trailer here while we talk uh, about it. Uh, developers Clockwork Origins have confirmed as part of a progress report blog for upcoming titles that Eternal Element War 2 is scheduled to arrive on Stadia and other platforms this year. Elemental War 2 is defined as the complete tower defense experience that aims to take you into a threatened world filled with hordes of monsters summoned from a faulty portal to hell. See, I like I like tower defense games. So I'm taking the art side here. I'll... Uh... Make it a little bit bigger. I still need to go back and actually. I, I I played a bit of Orcs Must Die three, and I just like, I wanted to try the co op, and never went back to it. But I really want to go back to that too. But this looks cool. I like the theme of it, like the little like, fantasy yeah. vibe. Yeah, uh, a bit more than like Orcs Must Die. Um, it looks like looks higher res and more of like a true on tower defense than it is um than. And you can cool. shoot down dinos. Yeah, oh. dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Like it looked pretty cool. So. After Horizon, I'm all about hunting those dinos. Although in Horizon, I call them Robinosauruses. <laughs> and then uh, is this plants versus zombies? You got some walking plants here and some trolls. Yeah, this looks right. cool. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. So I thought it was like a very, I, I was like the theme for it. Um, Fee, is there anything you want to talk about? Oh, you know, um, well, I mean, Lake was, um, I've played the. I know Lake and Calc are older games, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want me to pull up Lake or do you want me to pull up Calico? That that's that's a terrible. I have to choose between the two. Why not both? both? Why not okay. both? Let's start um, with Lake. Yeah, Lake. Um, I did the playtest. Um, I was a part of the playtest for Lake. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, when I did play it, um, I do plan on going back and hopping into this game. It is a really nice game. Um, you are playing as a journalist who lives in a big city and gets called in to actually work um, at her dad's job for a week. Um, it was two weeks. Um, and so she goes back into town and essentially covers his shifts while his um, her mom and her dad go on vacation. And so you just get to like drive around a really pretty scenic town for two weeks and build relationships with new oh, people yeah. and old people. Um, that you that cat mail oh, I, I like this. Yeah. I like the art style. The art style is really great. The narration is also really well done. Um, and just, it does give you quite a few options. Um, and you also have romance options as well. I'm not going to tell you who you can romance in this game. But Probably that big lumberjack. I was going to say, my first <laughs> guess is the lumberjack. I mean, he is one of them, yes. Um, but no, it's a really lovely game. Um, and we did confirm because some 
people decided to tell me I had to drive into the lake um, to test it out. Um, you can drive into the lake. Do not drive into the lake um, because it will glitch out the game. What? Um, and it will reset for you. Uh, um, weren't you part of the playtest group for this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I <laughs> I like I played it like um I signed up on Steam and did it that way. Um, but I had a lot of fun. Um, and it, um, when I played it, I really enjoyed it. Um, I keep on wanting to play it like in an afternoon where I don't have to like have anything else I need to do. You know what I mean? To just sit down and be able to relax. Yeah. Like that, just because I want to be able to kind of experience it and just have like a chill day doing that. So in the future, I'm going to just plan out a day where I'm just going to be like, it's going to be lake day and people are going to be like, oh, you're going to a lake. And I'm like, sort of. And I just sit at my computer and just play it um so i really recommend it if you want something very chill but also very story based and also kind of makes you feel like you're a little bit in a hallmark movie type of and yeah the best way to put it, it's like a oh. hallmark movie where it's just like will she end up going back to the big city or will she stay back and live out her life in her hometown with her new love interest who knows um so no would highly recommend it Here's the a next one. What's fun up? fact is that I used to work for a literary manager while I was writing screenplays, and I actually pitched a Hallmark movie. Whoa! Cool. Did it become a movie? No, but it was fun. And <sighs> I literally just took every Hallmark movie and then put my own spin to it. Cool. It's good times. Uh, it's very, very random. Real quick side story. I listened to the McElroy podcast, podcast uh, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. And uh, since around Christmas time, they do a whole like, um, thing where they pick, they take two actual movies and one like lifetime movies and one re, uh, made up one by his wife and the, he reads the, the description for all three of the movies and they have to figure out which ones are real and which ones are fake I and, and it's a great thing because like it's just how ridiculous and how like formulaic all the like the plot lines are yeah um as Go, someone who little person big city person goes to small town and finds love oh, yeah. interest and just Mm -hmm. kind of like they're very very easy to write and pitch oh no for sure and then there's also random aside (laughs) well yes there's an entire netflix christmas like mcu there's like an entire Mm -hmm. like universe where there's like all of them are connected um some of them are related because they're either mentioned some of the characters are in it or see they're seen in like different media and stuff like that it is nuts there is an entire graph i watched all of them during christmas it was oh, sorry bananas incredible sorry yeah. mine was a slight twist because the big time city girl and the small town boy actually get trapped in a small airport together over christmas oh so, isn't that just like terminal but like, uh-huh but hallmark but, but, okay yeah 100 <laughs> percent <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you were trying to prove by that. But yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if there, they actually became like that became a movie and you just didn't know about it because because I don't watch it. They're like, sorry, we can't do that. And then the guy's just like, all right. And that's oh down. my god. There's literally there's literally a article that's nine of the best Christmas movies filmed at airports. Damn, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done my research. <laughs> uh, well, 
moving on. Moving on. The other new game you wanted to talk about was Calico. It's fine. In Calico, your only limitation is your imagination, and no homework will steal it from you. Build the cat cafe of your dreams while uncovering magical (laughs) potions and collecting cuddly animals from their nearby village. This is a also a very good board game. Yeah, not, not not related to this game, but it's a game called there's a board game called Calico, which is very good. Fiona, talk to us. I want this game. Not only is the music awesome, like it's very calming. The art style also is very pastel and cute. But you get to oh, ride around on a cat. You get to ride around on a polar bear. You get to look at the polar bears. <laughs> You're just collecting little polar bear cubs. Wait, you can have a cat cafe with polar bears in it. I don't know what's going on there. I haven't. Seen <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! That's a but gigantic like, cat. Is it a main coon? Dog. Look at that dog playing like a cat. That is a, a red, red panda. panda. Wait, oh, you're right. Oh my goodness! That, that's the, the ultimate game. This is the ultimate yes, game. Yes, exactly. The end all games. Wait, so she I'm... has a cat tail. Is yeah, she a cat? why not? Why not? She has bunny ears. You're the only limit is that cat has a hat on. Yeah, why not? Is That's it, a wild wait, boar. Wait, Fiona, did you say the your imagination? Your imagination? No, I did not say that. <laughs> your imagination. Your imagination. Um, That's a no. really missed. That's a huge miss by the marketing team. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, honestly, but no, it looks like a really once again a really peaceful, calm, like indie game, and I really want to play it. I haven't played this one yet. Oh, there's and... Tiny cat people walking around. Okay, now I'm really confused, and I feel like this is... <laughs> Wait, why this... would the cat be in the water? <laughs> Some cats like water. Not many, though. But what, what is going on with the cartwheel cats <laughs> and the elephant hat? Why not? Once again, your only limit is your imagination. Yeah. Imagination, TM, TM, TM. Why? Don't oh. shake the cat. What is this? What going on well that one around they made cat it amari fat, now it's a balancing ball cat amari <laughs> oh my god she's she's wearing literally a polar bear on their head this game is becoming a catastrophe <laughs> that's a game easy, and now it's already a game <laughs> Sorry, oh my god tra- it's a tuxedo they're wearing cat. ties it's a tuxedo cat it's a plant tuxedos <laughs> oh okay i'm excited for that too <laughs> oh my god yes so i'm very excited for that game i'm really happy to see more indie games on stadia's platform that is that's just listed for this month right we don't know when it's coming yeah uh yeah i don't i don't think i have a day on that no because i know that's something that i was talking about when we we're talking about like the end of year and what we were wanting to see with stadia this year and that was one of my things was i want to see more indies um, so I'm really excited to, and hopefully we see more, um, especially in the upcoming year. Someone will imagine a double cat, <laughs> or something worse. I'm sure. Yeah. Probably. Probably. So, so Aaron, the next two we don't really need to like bring up articles where we can just talk about them real quick. Yeah. Um, For the rumors. The, yeah, rumors. That's cool. Sorry, sorry I didn't tell your segues, but... already. All right, welcome to the rumor mill roundup. I got all tied tongue for tongue tied. So, wow, Dying Light 2. Yeah, that obviously it didn't happen, it's probably not going to happen, but that was something that uh, evidence that was possibly at least planning on coming to Stadia. Um, I guess if you have the one up still, you can pull that one if you want to, but that's that's fine. Um, yeah, so that's just what I wanted to bring up because, like, that's like, hey. 
hopefully maybe fingers crossed we'll get it but probably don't hold your breath the next one i'm i I, I, I tweeted about this one because I, I want the other game in this series, but House of the Dead is, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was ES, ESRB rated, so it's going to come. That's the case, yeah. uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, that's a popular series. I just want typing of the dead, especially with all the typing games we have on Stadia with Nanotail typing. typing t- and then um, what's the one? Epistory? Type? What's the one that you, you were playing, Fiona? I was playing um, Epistory. Epistory. The and there's, also a, there's, a, there's another one that's uh, like an RPG that's a typing game too. So we already have two typing games on Stadia. Let's get the ultimate typing game, Typing of the Dead. So, there it's a go. great game. It's really fun. I played that at uh, uh, Magfest on Dreamcast. And Magfest is this big convention down in DC that everyone gets get just got COVID this year of because it's during Omicron and they still held it in January, beginning of January, like the weekend after New Year's. Like right after everyone sees their family and friends and holidays and it all gets COVID and then they bring it to this big, big hotel, beautiful hotel. Um and yeah, actually, I got the flu there one year, which was great. So, really uh, selling this place. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a really fun convention, except for like you need to like wear a mask and like sanitize constantly. Uh, a little bit better before COVID, obviously, but yeah. Um, but it was a really cool festival. It's open 24 hours. They have a full arcade in one, like one of the whole halls. They have PCs where you can play games, they have board games, they have. Um, they, it's the arcade and a whole free play area of games. So they have a whole catalog of like, just you can just go up to, go up to them and say, "Hey, I want this game." They'll go grab it for you. Go find the console, pop it in, and play it. They have like a bunch of old consoles too, like in televisions and stuff like that too. It's really cool. It's really cool vessel. Uh, it also has live music too. Yeah. So you just have to risk COVID or the flu. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't the flu. It was like my like twenty four hour stomach bug, but it was like I got it like the day we were like as we we're packing up my friend's booth um and leaving so i also was when driving home and i made it about an hour and a half to get gas and then i ended up throwing up while homeless man was asking me for money uh, <laughs> and then uh yeah drove, he drove the rest of the way home so but yeah very fun time uh anywho uh, anyways go check that out. go check out those games really uh house of the dead's a cool series um it's, it's, a, it's a remake coming not just house of the dead house of the dead remake it's not not a, it's a new game it hasn't been so it's not like a yeah so really cool so nice um moving on to some new content uh fiona here's your first headline of the day that i know you'll just absolutely love dlc more like dumb lame content uh more dlc that's not coming to stadia i workshopped that one with porter before the show anyways stadia won't receive humankind dlc dot 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 for the moment this of course comes from our good friends over at stadia source uh today information was shared on humankind the stadia version of the title will not receive the dlc that its console counterparts will be receiving at least not at the moment um the quote here just says next update as we mentioned to you will be at the end of april and will contain uh it's fine and alan newell uh the current one hot fixes regarding the dlc it won't arrive at stadia for the moment I know this is an unpleasant news, but we prefer to be completely honest and transparent with you. So, Humankind DLC, no love for Stadia. Yeah, mm. which is a, like, another story of a it's their whole like banking a bunch of DLC or updates or whatever it is, and 
waiting to get into Stadia, just another time of alienation. But what are you gonna do? It's, it kind of stinks because that's a game that like was like baited on Stadia. Like you guys like first yeah. like yeah, it's just kind of, that's kind of disappointing, especially because that the relationship they had early on. But must not be enough people playing on Stadia, unfortunately. So sadness. Yeah. Wow. For good things about uh, humankind, I've never played. Yeah, um, uh, I played it, but I feel like uh, I was talking. My friends were talking about the other day while they were streaming a game that uh, Putin should play like a Civ game, so he understands that like starting a war in modern era doesn't usually end very well. So uh, he should probably, uh, probably play some Civ games before he starts invading countries. That's my, that's my my take on on that. <laughs> I love it. So. Um. Next up, we also have Dark Side Detective detecting your hands with touch controls. Short and to the point. <laughs> <laughs> the confusion on Fiona's face was way more important than the pun itself. I wrote this one and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see whatever reaction this one gets. Mm. Um, yeah, Dark Side Detective is getting touch controls. So if you don't want to hook up a controller, you can now play that game on your phone. Just using the and touch control, and that's a game that makes sense with touch control. Yes, one hundred percent. Like there's certain games that just make sense. I'm glad they're starting to like sure. focus more on those. That's that'd be cool. Yeah, so. yeah. And the Start direct touch game easy. So. That mobile space, I think, is probably going to be really crucial for them as they move forward. So yeah, absolutely. And and the and the direct touch seems really cool for like that. For it seems like it's done really well in the game so far. Um, I really need to try more of them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that they're doing a really good job of is removing friction and letting people try their games try it before you buy it. Yeah, that was the perfect segue. Come on. Pretty good. Nailed it. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, you can now go check out for a two-hour trial, uh, which makes Fiona very upset. Uh, and there's also the chorus demo. Chorus. Uh, I, I, it's chorus, but I like to say chorus. Cor- I know. And then I, here's the thing. I'm going to constantly spell with a V. Hey, the marketing Jake, team made a choice. Jake, the marketing Jake, team made a choice. Jake, here's here's the choice I made. I said, I can either say Corvus, and he'll correct me and say it's actually Chorus, or I'll read it correctly and say Chorus. No, and, I wouldn't correct you. if you say And Corvus. he'll tease me and say Corvus. Catch 22, man. Mm-hmm. I would have made fun of you for calling it Corvus. Okay, Corvus. But no, it is actually Chorus. I, know, I understand that. I I it's know. like, it's old. The V used to be W. And... So Chorus... Corvus has a demo, um, and then the Rainbow Six Extraction uh, does have a two-hour trial. Fiona, tell me your feelings about the group. It's Resident Evil, right? Extraction or Rainbow Six Extraction? Rainbow Six Extraction. So, well, I I played the two hours. The first hour ran like a dream. I streamed this on Twitch. It ran really well. Um, and then I tabbed out for a moment and tabbed back in again. And for the rest of the hour, it did not run well. It was laggy. It was glitchy. I had to restart it probably three different times um, with different browsers. And it just wasn't working. It just did not want to cooperate. Um, the graphics at the beginning were running really well like honestly and then it just went really downhill and south i wasn't able to shoot certain times i got one of my characters essentially um 
um, when for people who aren't familiar with the game, if one of your characters goes down um, completely rather than dying and losing out on the said character, your character gets foamed and then you have to go back to that particular area again to be able to extract your character from said level. Um, and it, it was not good. I'm not going to lie. It was not a good experience for me. Um, I did end up going back and playing it on, um, game pass instead, um, because I wanted to be able to play it a little bit more because, um, Lucas plays it quite often. Um, he was playing it quite often, but no, it was, a it was not a good experience overall. Um, so I was not particularly happy, especially when it was just like rate your like experience with Stadia during this gameplay. And I'm like mega thumbs, like sad face, like super sad face. So no, I hope everyone else who does play it um, has a much better experience than I did. Please do not tab out during your demo time because it seems to cause issues when you want to take those opportunities. At least that's what happened to me. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge bummer. Um, how was your, if you don't mind me asking, how was your experience on Game Pass? Brilliant. I had no issues the entire time. Um, mind you, I do have a relatively good gaming computer, and so I don't usually run into issues with Game Pass, but right. no. Did you, have it down- was- Did you have it downloaded or? Yeah, I did download Okay, then you're playing. Okay, because yeah, in- with Game Pass Ultimate, you can stream as well, which is how I I haven't played that I'm game yet. But rolling few- out I- PC streaming. That's how- it's not for everything yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's I've been playing some games. All the games I've been playing on xCloud, I've been through streaming. So even like yeah. I played Halo Infinite through through xCloud and it ran fairly like really well so I'm, i've yeah, been impressed i'm impressed by how how uh xcloud's been doing with the latency so yeah i i also streamed infinite on my phone and was very very impressed with how re- well that ran so they're definitely catching up in terms of technology which is cool i mean you know competition yeah. breeds evolution so i am possibly looking at getting a new laptop finally though because I, I'm gonna try to fix my my PC, and if it doesn't work, because my graphics card is an old, it's my graphics card is a nine nine sixty, it's an old graphics card anyway. So I may just get like a, a like Asus Everest, like the old last year's model on discount or something like that, and uh, have that be like my all round thing for my wife and I to share. So we have like something that's decent, at least play games pretty well, and um, it's a good laptop too, like for like productivity. So love it. We'll see. Um, speaking of Halo Infinite, <laughs> next one, feel be super happy about Sony earning their Halo and buys Bungie. So, Even though they don't get Halo, I understand. Yeah, it's the more- reason I added this to the doc is I'm going to write to the doc is how why this affects Stadia or could yeah. possibly is because one of the big games on Stadia is Destiny, Destiny. 2. Yeah. Um, and from what they've said so far is that it's they don't have any plans on at least at least for Destiny 2, it's gonna stay everywhere. They want it to be everywhere. And it sounds like every, most other games are gonna be everywhere too. Yeah. Uh, so that still means I mean Destiny the, the Bungie team was loving Stadia for pro, uh, developing during COVID. I know they, they were one of the ones that came out and said, like, no, it's been great being able to just work in the cloud, and that's a big part of the enterprise stuff with the white white labeling too for developing in the cloud. So um I think they have a good enough relationship, but it won't be an issue. But okay. This is important. Everybody grab your tinfoil hat. Let's just put it on right here. Thank you. Love it. Yours actually kind of looks like tinfoil anyways, Jake. I love it. (laughs) Um, This is important 
because if they start working with Bungie and they get a little bit more hands-on with what Stadia looks like and what they're really doing with Destiny, could they not seek them out to white label this service to start building out their own Game Pass through PS Now, especially well, with Project Spartacus now coming out and them naming their three tiers. So with that, one, Sony has an agreement already with Azure to use their servers for PS Now. Two, Sony spent a lot of money on Gaikai. I don't see them, unless they're unless they're having that rough of a time getting it to run smoothly, I can't see them essentially like burning that money. Because they also spun Gaikai into PS View, which I love PS View. It was probably my favorite of the streaming like TV platforms. And um, they canceled that too because that got too competitive. So like they're not even making money on that end too. Like so, I can't see that happening. As much as I, I love the idea of that happening, because Stadia's tech is awesome and PS Now has been is okay, um, service, serviceable. Right. Like, but at what point are you okay burning that little bit of cash to stay competitive with Microsoft? That's that's where I wonder. That's where I don't know how how bad I haven't used PS Now in a while. I'm not sure have any either of you guys used PS Now. No. Fiona, I think I used the de- like I did one of the trials that they, they offered. You do the trial. You can like probably sign up for like a month or one. Last yeah, time I tried PS Now was at PS the final PSX in California in 2017. So yeah, no, they've they've re-upped. So like, you, if you already even had a sub before, you can do like a month for free. At least that's what they did for a while. I haven't tried since they did the whole um, like adding the like, PS4, like God of War, or Horizon, all those games. Um, I tried before that even like right, right, like Ground Time Stadia was released uh, or like when like, actually no, it's actually when uh, Project Stream was a thing. I tried PS Now. Okay, so that was a bit a while. Just saying, they that is their one missing piece, and if they can figure out how to do that with to compete with Microsoft, this could be a good at least foot in the door. I would say, Mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, it'd be cool to use that backbone. I mean, I'm not sure if they can still use Gaikai. It's like, I guess, any tech that they've developed to make the latency even better on like kind of like Orion, like because I was like Bethesda. Well, speaking of Bethesda too. They um they had Orion, which was like a, supposed to be like a layer to use in the cloud to make latency better. Like yeah. constant yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Um wild, just wild the arms from a non-stadia standpoint to see PlayStation or Sony buy uh really the studio that put Microsoft on the map for Xbox. You know, I, I don't yeah. think I even put on here because I, I kind of kind of forgot. Is did I, did we talk about Activision being bought? I don't think we did. We talked about it on the last episode. Did we did okay. I, I can't That's how that, old that news I is. When that happened, and like yeah, how, yeah, it's okay. I wasn't sure we talked about that. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. No, we, no, you're right. Okay, because this is the news. News. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've already sprinted through that news. Just like we're gonna do our new segment, Stadia Sprint. Because we are 54 minutes into this episode. <laughs> We have like 45 minutes of content to talk about probably without how we talk. So uh, people are still here. Thank you. 
Uh, the first story we can, it's such old news. I don't know if we need to spend that much time on it anymore. We've had lots of private conversations, obviously about it. Uh, but the very first one is that, that obviously elephant in the room, the business insider article, uh, that basically came out to say that Stadia is looking to white label their service more. It's a great segue from the Sony conversation. Um, talking about that they want to white label their service more. Um, there were quotes saying that they only want to put about 20% of their resources into continuing the consumer side of Stadia um, and really what the future that looks like. It sounds like they really are wanting to take this tech that they have, I won't quite say perfected, but really nailed uh, and start getting it on other services, starting with the AT&T Batman thing that we saw last year. Um, and it was... It was disheartening to say the least, right? Yeah. Like there's no way around it to hear that they really want to shift their resources of what this platform is and what it looks like to them and how it brings money for Google versus what they originally pitched it as was a huge bummer. Again, this is super old news. We don't need to spend yeah. a ton of time on it. Yeah. Let's start with you, Jake. What are your quick it, thoughts on that? Well, I want to say before, like people in the comments say like, oh, well, this is all, this article is all old news. We knew this last year when SGNE closed, like, I think the article came out on like the third or the fourth and the fourth actually. And uh SGNA closed like on the first of February. So right. Of so it was almost so, like, exactly an anniversary. We can actually just combine the next headline and just talk yeah, about it which together. Is, which is that I can, again, these are all the whole rest of the articles are kind of just talking points for us to like, like grab uh, grab from. Uh but yeah, SGNA closed a year like a year ago um going. Um so it's kind of like we got a lot of that then. But it's the the extra like on top of that stuff, which is I think the just that a lot of people are fo like I I focused on is again the twenty percent of it. The um, Phil Harrison apparently now reporting to the, yeah his the, job devices instead of the developer of service uh, devices and services. It's no longer there. It's now it's subscriptions. He's he's, he's um he's underneath like there's certain other things that they're and like they announced oh we're getting a hundred games this year. And like that's awesome. We're getting more games. That's fine. But we're not seeing any growth in that number. Every year, at the beginning of the year, it's oh, we're getting a hundred games this year. Oh, we're getting a hundred games this year. We have a hundred games in the pipeline. Plus, I was always a plus, but yeah, we're not seeing any growth. And that's fine. Like that we're getting games, but like, and that's awesome. We're getting games. But if you look at like Switch, we're granted gets a lot of shovelware too. If, if within the first month of January, they probably got a hundred games. So like saying a hundred games is awesome but like it's not really the, the great scheme of things we're not seeing any growth in that factor yeah. so it's stagnating that's the, like to me it's it's showing stagnation and and con, and uh complacency we right. see yeah um, it shows that they're not really putting their best foot forward and which may be better for the that, business i mean it may be better for the business right google but yeah yeah but they're they're not really wanting to combat any of the stuff that people like the naysayers and things like that they're not really doing anything to prove otherwise that those doubts are well-founded. Um, and, Fee, what about you? I, I will admit, and I know we had a conversation at length with this, just reading over the entire article and just seeing the way that the amount of, like the best way to put it is the lack of information that we have been receiving. And I know we've talked about that at length as well, but just like the, kind of the blowout 
of that particular article that came out um, and just seeing the people's reactions. I know, at least for myself and for you guys, we're a part of a community where people are like, haha, look at this. Like, we knew Stadia wasn't going to make it. We bought, like, this is obviously the death of Stadia. And the amount oh, wait, of it's not dead already? Like, Yeah. Right. And it's just like stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, I'm not going to. I remember, like, I just closed Twitter and Facebook for the day and I'm like, I'm not dealing yeah. with this. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and it was just, like every art, like, like everyone came out of the woodwork to rip on it. So yeah, like, and it's not even like this, like, and even like people that just never talk about Stadia whatsoever decided to come out and say some really negative things. And mind you, like I know all three of us have been feeling kind of a little bit of the like. I mm. guess like I would not even burnout. It's just a matter of just like the lack of. Do we want to keep supporting this? Yeah, exactly, yeah. and it's definitely been something that has been up for review because of the those particular problems and then seeing that it's just kind of like a well should we because it just seems like at least from that particular point in time obviously we are now a few weeks after said article um and we've received more information um but yeah i it just it irked me a lot um, yeah it's hard not to feel disheartened right and to the point of one of the things that was said, um, being incredibly candid for those listening, like these are the conversations that the three of us had in private. But one of the things that was tossed around was like, why would we want to promote something that doesn't feel like it wants to promote itself? And that's that's mm-hmm. a hard place to yeah. be. Um, yeah. And yeah, we, you know, this show is almost two years old and we've taken a lot of shit as people who still really enjoy Stadia and want to like support it and want to like believe in this mm-hmm. new platform and where gaming is truly headed, um, which is cloud gaming, whether you like it or not, that's, that's I mean, where this industry Microsoft, is Microsoft, Luna, they're all yes. proving that it's the, that the future. Yeah. Yes. Just with like, again, like one of the, art- the articles, I'll, I'm just going to mention it, just talk about it is like twitch adds a button to play on luna like that was something that stadia talked about since the beginning since three years yeah. ago when it was like, right. announced and it's still not uh, on YouTube. three years ago it's still not no it's on youtube i mean but it's not like you just click and play like right. you add the link to the description and like it's so much extra legwork like if you just recognize yeah. you're playing on stadia and just do it like right just do it and like, yes they come out with another part of our stadia power hour here um or the stadia sprint if you hear one thing they tweeted this out um, shortly after that article, yeah, which is the first time you've actually got a response from them reacting True. to something for them actually crazy. reacting to what the audience was saying, which better or worse, at least they responded yeah. like after a couple of years of nothing. Um, sure. um, but they said, if you hear one thing, hear this, the stadia team is working really hard on a great future for stadia and cloud gaming. Uh, we hope you agree, and we know the proof is in the playing. We're particularly proud to be offering 50 games to pro members in February with more than 100 titles to join Stadia in 2022 and plenty of free play days for everyone to enjoy. There's also more feature goodness coming to Stadia 2, stuff we can't talk about just yet, but we promise to share when we can. Have a great weekend, Stadians. This is a very carefully worded response um mostly in that first sentence is where i get a little bit tripped up if you hear one thing hear this the stadia team is working really hard on a great future for stadia and cloud gaming which the thing is yeah the white labeling like they're still like kind of doubling down on it um we hope you agree and we know the proof is in the playing yes they're talking about adding more games which is great 
And the um, 50, I mean, that's a big amount of games for like, like PlayStation now, like the PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Plus. Like the, that sub, you get three games a month, but like it is not, it doesn't care. Like if you're a new sub, you still have like last, the last of the years with the games you can sub to. Right. So like if, I, if you sign up now, there's 50 games you can add. It's supposed to be like four games and that you build up over time. So they keep that catalog longer, which is still impressive in its own like kind of in between PlayStation Plus and like uh like Netflix, honestly. Yeah. And it's I not a don't great mean to library disagree, games. But I mean, like it's not, when it's you not compare the, it to something like Game Pass, where if I oh, give you ten bucks right now, your you entire get, Game Pass library is just open to me. Oh, exactly. I mean, the yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, if you if you're trying to just, just a stream like me where I can't play a lot of games on my PC, a little bit narrower, but yeah, it's, sure. you're right. Like any of the Xbox, most of the Xbox one game like xbox exclusive games are on game, yeah game pass through cloud yeah so. and i agree there are still some limitations within game pass like having to download on your pc and you do have that kind of stuff they have to combat but man the the amount of progress that that has made since it launched versus mm-hmm. stadia is mind-blowing yeah the big thing for that, them right now is getting it on a tv cheaply like yep. cheap because they don't, it's not integrated to like with Android TV or Roku, and the you the only way you play on a TV is if you have a two hundred dollar device. Right. So like, that's and where that I, will become their game changer once they kind of figure out exactly. That so sure. well, that's that's besides the point. Um, and that's that when I say yeah. game changer, like, geez, can you imagine the the name recognition of Xbox if you don't have to own the box and you can stream it directly to your TV, like. Yeah. That will be a nail in a coffin. And I've been saying since they announced xCloud that they've given me they've given me zero reason to buy the next box. Mm-hmm. And they don't I care can, about their box. I genuinely exactly, and which that. is yeah, obviously they don't. But like they've literally given me no reason to buy it because I don't have to because I can just play on my phone or my uh, computer wherever it is. Like I don't right. need to. I play a lot on my phone. I've been playing Death Door on my phone. So yeah. Um, make sure I didn't. Fiona, you got any any other you want to? Any other thoughts with? on that? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I though. Yeah, no, I, I am trying my best to be hopeful, and I do. I think that their Twitter, like the tweet that they posted that we just specifically talked about, is super manufactured and doesn't seem. It just seems as though there was like a few people sitting at a table rather than just like just people trying to think like how can we word this the best way possible and how can we just like avoid any sort of issues. Um, I Stadia you need to be thinking about ways to really improve because the way that it's going right now and the way that like the second that Xbox or PlayStation or whichever it might be um, really like steps it up when it comes to cloud gaming, it's going to be a very dangerous game for Stadia. Yeah. Um, well, and what's wild yeah. is anything. I just want to step up in their marketing. Yeah. Just their messaging. Like I even said during game, game awards, like all they needed was an ad they already made probably yeah. around on YouTube. But like, just take that one minute ad. I think it was a minute at most. And just throw it into pay the million dollars that's just, which is nothing to you. Or it is probably or not probably less than that. Probably way less than that. Yeah. Uh, to pay for the ad for that that spot and just have that there to remind everyone, hey, you're here and you can try this literally for nothing. 
Yeah. You can play yeah. Control for two hours, whatever hour, whatever it was, right now and try this platform. And the funny thing is, I was actually listening to a review of the, the, the laptop I want to possibly buy. But actually, no, it was, no, sorry, it was actually on the Steam Deck. It was, uh, it was, I was listening to the Verge cast and I was talking about the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. It's like the because of the anti cheat for that they that a lot of games use and Destiny is one of them. He plays Destiny on his on his uh, Steam Deck specifically through Stadia yeah. because it doesn't uh, the the anti cheat it gets around the anti cheat issues it has on Steam Deck. So like people are still using Stadia like they, they yeah to a degree like in that like that's a, like random hearing that but like. Just remind people that it exists and that you can try this tech with some really cool games for free. And just, like, just talk about the things you're doing, even if they're small. Like one of the other items on this topic is that they're expanding to new countries, ideally. Um, but they have filed to like be in Australia and Brazil. And for like big markets. When yeah. those come through, talk about the fact that it passed and you're excited to expand further and get those markets excited about what you're doing. Um, in 2014, I was fortunate enough to go to Brazil um, for the World Cup. And the when they would talk about like. Very jealous, how, first of all. What's up? Very jealous, first of all. Thank you. It was big soccer fans. So. Lots, lots of fun. So much fun. Other than watching Germany beat the U.S. on a beach yeah. with a whole bunch of Germans who just decided to rub it in my face. It's fine. Anyways, um, constantly when I was talking to uh, Brazilians, they would talk about how like they don't always have the newest console and things like that because of the literal taxes they have to pay like mm-hmm. a $400 console to them gets to about $900 very quickly just because of import tax and things like that. And to go buy a Chromecast and be able to play stadia in their market would be a literal game changer for them. So yeah. talk to these markets, talk yeah, and, to them and get excited and to that point. They, they made FIFA on ps2 to like 20 like 14 or 15 mm-hmm. because and granted ps3 came out in like 2008 yeah so uh i think it's 2006 maybe even earlier than that i think it's 2006 or 2008 i can't remember um but they it, they literally that's how bad the taxes were they, they made that game because it sells it sold just for south america mainly brazil yes because uh, yeah, yeah. the taxes are ridiculous yeah so, so i don't know I, I wish they would at least talk about any of their wins like start celebrating your small wins and build up right because right now the only news that ever comes out are huge losses and then we have one tweet for damage control versus if you would just celebrate your little wins, celebrate your little wins if you had something that your fan base could even point at so when these big deals come out and you can say well no they're doing this 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 and this um it would go so much further the only people who have that type of knowledge um of like oh no they're still doing some good things are people like us who are researching it and looking it up for this show and have you know people that come and listen to it because they are still so diehard but even the most casual of fan has no idea the good that they're doing right yeah no i just i don't understand like and i agree um it's it takes a few minutes to create a tweet that you could post um you guys you have google money you can hire people you can hire people specifically to post social media um posts to get people hyped up for things like 
um, some games that might be coming or like, like you said, just small victories or even like larger ones, whatever that might be, rather than just radio silence. Um, because I'd rather be talking about really positive things happening with Stadia rather than that article. And then the multitude of other articles that came out because of said issue. Um, so I just, I would very much appreciate, you know what? I take back everything what I said, what I wanted from like the beginning of the year. And I just want them to hire a social media manager yeah. and for they them do, to though, be active. They do. They do have a social media manager. Her name's Chaka. I believe her Christian president, yeah. right? They hired her. They hired a social media manager like mid last year and they got more active instead of being bots constantly responding to things. But even still, like, it's not even that. They need someone for like PR that's actually like, or they need to like, it's almost like they need to go even above like that level and get those people on board with like being more open. Yeah. It's a Google thing. Google is like one. They, if no one, if they're not talking, then no one, then it's not a problem. But like, they need to get like, I was saying multiple times, like when like an issue like this happened, something that's happened with it was like Sony or Xbox. Phil Spencer would be out talking about it, or right, or uh, back when it was like Jack, like like Jack Tretton or like Sean Layton, they'd be out talking on Twitter about it. Like, literally, I mean, you can go look at. Uh, at uh, Phil Harrison's tweets, he hasn't tweeted since April of two years ago, so <laughs> almost two, like almost like two Aprils ago, almost. So it's um, I'll bring it up when the anniversary comes again. Don't worry, it's it's gonna. I I will never let that that tweet die ever ever. Yeah. No. Uh, well, and I just feel like even not like even outside of the realm of Stadia, there are other like tech like the Google Pixel series. The amount of times that I see negative posts about the Google Pixel and the Google. Pixel, oh my goodness, the Google Pixel 6 and the 6 Pro over positive things about said um, piece of tech and then other things like the Chromecast and the Home Series and the Nest and all these other things. It's just, I don't know, like they have, like they seem to be really driven for like the first few months for a thing that may have been released um, like series wise and then they just kind of like We'll release stuff for it, but we won't really talk about that because we have 15 other things that we want to like yeah. focus on. Um, I mean, this is the biggest really biggest pixel so far. Six, like in terms yeah. of numbers and sales and like mind share for sure. But yeah, besides that, and they had to make a big deal about it though. Though they they made sure articles were going out about like this was going to be a big push to try to get back into the flagship phone game. Yeah. And they did put their biggest marketing resources behind it. that They have for a while after the pixel five, people didn't even know if they were going to keep making these. Yeah. Well, they stopped for a year um, and then they made the six. Um, but no, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just like look at it and I'm like, can we just get a few extra positive things? Yes, having games released on a regular basis is nice, but doing something a little bit different to like boost morale overall, I think is what they really need to do at this point is just boost the morale of not only from what I can see their team, but also like just the like the people who are excited for Stadia. Um, so we can talk about other things rather than um this article because well, yeah even but even from like i think the article which i'm not sure they say here like there is like a group that's like that is really 
like pushing for stadia inside stadia but they're just not getting the resources like so like 20 oh, yeah. percent is focused like well they're being we'll be... drowned out by everything yeah. else which is why like i wish that we heard them more often than just all these this like negative publicity and articles because we not only get it from this but then also the gaming community in general because people are already they already have this kind of like stigma towards cloud gaming because they're like for some reason it was originally like console versus pc now it's just like do you play with a disc do you play by downloading it or cloud gaming and now it's like discs and downloads like versus like cloud gaming which is i yeah. will n- calm down like it is you guys <laughs> believe that you guys are all for different technology and like progression but then the second something new comes along you can't handle it um so i'm hoping um over the next few like months and we see some more positives because this was definitely a huge negative <laughs> yeah um at the same time though i think you bring up a good point you're like talking about like digital versus um you know physical versus cloud it's hard to remind people like at the end of the day, just play how you want to play, go play video games. Like we're all here for fun. And I think that's been one of the harder parts about being a fan of stadia is like, uh, just getting crapped on for just enjoying something. I'm like, well, the tech works and I like these games and this is just where I want to play it. So if it dies, it dies. Yeah. Like the the few, the few exclusives they have right now, like with young souls and, and wave tail are, freaking awesome and i i wish right. they were getting the recognition that they deserve i wish more people talked about them and i think in that breath we're talking about stadia obviously um either they didn't send it to enough people or they didn't they even do the bear like again it's money you're spending and they tried once and didn't do what they wanted to do with uh, around the time of like when they had the xavier woods thing they put a bunch of money into streamers to play their games and the builds about two months before this all like before uh stadia Closed or SGE closed. Um, sorry, my daughter's like yelling right now after, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> which is very random because she should be asleep. Um, but yeah, uh, left my train of thought because of it. Um, yeah, they put a bunch of money like when you have these like exclusives, put some money behind them a little bit, get them streamers playing these games like wave tail would have been a great streamer game i think oh, oh phenomenal and if you want to play make people want to play that game because it's super beautiful um maybe not as much young souls but like wave tail is a very unique striking game that that would really would, would push as much for indies and, yeah yeah so but that's no, how it all good. works it's word of mouth like that's why inscription got so big is because it was all word of mouth that guy had put out two other games that were very well received games but no one talked about them uh, I didn't hadn't heard about. I was like, um, was it like uh, Hex is one of his games, and like pon- uh, something Pony Pony Island. Yeah, it was po- yeah, it was Pony, Pony Island. Island. And like people like they like all, all these people in the game industry are like talking like say, oh yeah, I play these games, but like, no one really knows about these games. And but the inscription's yeah. massive this year. Yeah, so all people talked about for like a good month was inscription. Yeah, so it like, was the same it, thing for Loop Hero and exactly, the, yeah, the spring. Right. So like, it's like yeah, like when you had a big a big hit that like. The, the the streamer community gets involved in it goes crazy so like i think wave tail would be a good game granted it's a very single like short single player game but um but well, yeah it's a beautiful game so. even then like when i was streaming it i found myself answering a lot like 
I'm playing this on Stadia because a lot of people are like, where are you playing this game? Like, how do I get access to this game? I'm like, Stadia. You go play on Stadia. Um, And no, it gets people talking. And I don't understand why even, like you said, getting some streamer, like some of the bigger streamers and saying like, hey, we have this game available. Can you play it? And talk about it. Whatever that might be. Like, I understand like Twitch has Luna. I get it. But there's I mean, other see, opportunities. But, but you see Luna, like, it's kind of funny streams Luna all the time. They're sponsored by Luna to play the game, play Luna all the time. It gets, a, again, that's I, our avenue, but like, it gets so frustrating because, like, Greg is like, was friends with some of the guys that started Stadia. I mean, like, Jared Petty worked with Stadia. Um, yeah. Uh, not completely, but like, he did. And even like, they had a whole, we have cool friends with Jack Buser. And like, yeah. Leverage some of that to get them to actually try it again. Like, because Greg tried it and forgot it. Like, he just said, Oh, I don't want to play this game on my phone. Uh, whatever. I'm just going to, like, he want to play Dark Side of Genesis on his phone. So it's like, I want to play the big TV. And then it just didn't work. So I just think I had to all set it all up. It's like, I'm just not going to play it now. But then now I hear him, like, Oh, yeah, I'm playing Luna, I'm playing like X Cloud, and we're playing my phone on my phone on X Cloud. I'm like, Motherfucker, you said. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted yeah. a backbone really bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like at the time it didn't seem like it was like oh it's it's just a new foreign thing. Like, this, your phone screens are about the size of a tw- of a switch. Like my yeah, right. phone is like six inch screen. This switch is the base one is like six and a half inches. It's not much different. And people want to say it's different though. Yeah, I don't know. Very frustrating. But yeah, uh, and I guess the last thing I had on here is the is like. They actually are doing a, another like game dev summit for PC and Stadia, um, so it means they are. It shows that they are at least investing some resources into it. I know last year they did in the summer they had their dev thing kind of after I/O, um, and they talked about like pro revenue and stuff like that. And and that's what I, I'm not sure we talked about it in here, but there was also some um, the incentive program. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. I may have excellent, which was like. Dev is talking highly about the incentive program for Pro and uh, the revenue they're making off of it. Um, Akapurku Games said, "Like we launched two of our games on Stadia Pro recently, Grime and Dark Side Detectives. Despite being poor opposites in terms of content and genre, both uh, perf- uh, performed well in terms of finances and player reception. Uh, Stadia Pro seems to be benefit wildly variety of titles, regardless of style or replayability." Um, City Pro has consistently exceeded our expectations of both payout and player engagement. We have a passionate and community and play, uh, players are titles. And outright games as well has similar verbiage, but they're all like, like kid or all the all the kid oriented games you see on Stadia. Mm-hmm. Those are all outright games. Um, so just like again, just, just want to bring up like there is some positive going on, but they're not talking about it. This was a, a, a blog post that they posted this, and like someone found it and made an article out of it like they're not talking about it. they're not promoting it they're not like i think it was like the article they had tweeted about it but the article had been out for like four or five days before they tweeted about it because they needed something good to talk about after this all happened the article yeah. came out mm-hmm. like it was just like if you looked at the, the timestamps for the the blog post it was like at least a week prior so it's just frustrating but yeah so there is apparently the the center program for pro is paying out well which and this is what I come back to you, right? Like I wish they would just talk more about these wins. Yeah, because yeah. that's what yeah, those are both, those are both the the negative. So talk about this stuff more. Don't just put it on nine to five Google. Like 
get this information out there. Get your Twitter person to actually talk about it. Promote. Engage. Just like I said, they speak. tweeted this out, but it was like, I said, like almost a week after the, the buy date. Yeah. So, but I digress. Not to end on a bummer note. We'll still be back to talk more things Stadia soon. Um, hopefully, we get to see some more communication. We get to see some more wins. Um, get some more announcements and see some new games that are coming out. Um, but that does it for the 36th episode of Speaking of Stadia. Can't believe we're here. Um, Fiona, where can the lovely people hang out with you and talk to you and yell at you about Final Fantasy 14? Absolutely. Y'all can come and yell at me at twitter.com slash Zoranix, um, where I post recently just a bunch of things about pixel art because it's keeping me sane. Um, and something I've been also working on is pixel art stuff. Um, so definitely check me out over there. Um, you can also check me out over on Point in Progress on Fridays, um, where we just talk about a bunch of gaming news and what we've been watching, reading, listening to, whatever it might be. Um, and yeah, um, you can definitely check me out over there. We just released some stuff over on our YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash point in progress. Um, and some really cool stuff coming in the next few weeks slash months. And as well, um, sometimes I stream um, over at twitch.tv slash Ceranix. Um, I plan on actually streaming a lot more in the next coming weeks because we're going to be doing another game jam and I'd like to live stream when I'm working on pixel art this time. So I can like cool. just hang out um, while I'm working and animating because it will probably keep me sane and a lot less stress because who animation stressful guys. And I did not know that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's where you can find me. I absolutely love it. Mr. Porter. Other than running our Twitter account at Speak of Stadia, where can the good people find you? Obviously, here at Too Tall, Too There it is, Too Tall Porter uh, with the O's, zeros. Uh, I've also started my own disc golf uh, Instagram account, so you can follow me at uh, Too Tall Disc Golf. Um, I I have my first tournament uh, this weekend on Sunday, um, so I, I'm going to do terrible. I shot. Um, Probably played the worst I've ever played this past weekend on the on the uh, there's two there's a yellow and orange layout the same tee pads there's also a long tee pad too um, and it was, it was just the tournament was the short tee pads and I shot probably the worst I've ever pl- ever played um, so hopefully I got all that all the bad throws out then because I played the yellows last time I felt really good um, so hopefully uh, it goes well my goal is to uh, for the the group I'm in I'm in the lowest group. Uh, difficult like skill level possible and i'm I'm hoping just to make i have 20 people like 10 10 to be like perfect awesome i like main goal is not to take last but we'll see hey when i'm out there in 20 days um we can play a round of disc golf and absolutely so good about yourself i haven't played since college yeah i mean i have a full Right here. I mean, I have enough discs for us all to play. I got a new in my new bag. So Ooh, I, new bag. I yeah. love the new backpack. So, yeah, so. Yeah. audio listeners, you're really missing out. Yeah, you're missing, missing out. out. Cool. Yeah, I got. I've been buying discs when I play badly. Um, no, but, <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to get with some, some more discs. Like I got like, two discs in the same mold, uh, mold but different plastics, so I can throw like the same disc, but like 
have a different flight into the bed. Getting all sorts of fans. Yeah, I, gotta, I, sh- I really should maybe go downstairs and practice putting because I have a basket downstairs in my garage. So nice. Um, and the too tall disc golf is that zeros as well? Just a sample. No, 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 no. It's actually actual too tall. Okay, but that's on Instagram. So yeah, okay. Love it. Uh, and if you want to hang out with me, I'm on Twitter at my name. It's Aaron Sini, S-E-A-N-E-Y. Um, lately, it's just been a lot of photo mode pictures. And also go check out uh, Awesome Averages. Um, uh, give me 20. with Yeah. Mel. If you want to hear some yeah. really fun comedy podcasts, Give Me 20 is my other show that I do with Mel Felker. Uh, it is exactly 20 minutes sometimes um but we stay within the realm of 20 minutes so it's most of the time like yeah they're usually pretty it's like oh it's so bye yep <laughs> um so yeah come check out give me 20 it's always a good time otherwise yeah engage with us on twitter say hi uh speak of stadia is the page name until next time thanks so much for hanging out and listening uh and we will see you all in the cloud or some other clever sign off bye